treat others with respect. Well, welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedinger. And this week, we join Drs. Scott Gibson and Jeff Arthurs as they guide us in how we should treat public figures in our illustrations. Scott, when you preach, do you like to use illustrations? I sure do. That's because you're a good preacher. You uh, you you uh, shed light. You right. illumine. Yeah, and I, I like to use illustrations about you, which gives you an unending <laughs> supply. <laughs> when you uh, when you find illustrations, d- uh, do some of them come from current events, current figures? Sure. Yeah. Good. Now, we want today to help our listeners, who I assume they're doing the same thing. We want to make sure that when they use those current events, those public figures, they do so with respect. Okay. Uh, I think too many times... Why would you say that? (laughs) uh, (laughs) Well, because too many times uh, we are tempted to set up a straw man, to take cheap shots. We find... uh, What's the matter with that? (laughs) (laughs) It's good that we're talking about this, Scott. (laughs) No, I think you are right. uh, Because it's easy to make these folks targets of criticism that can be certainly unfounded and disrespectful. And uh, it has a number of consequences when we do that. For one thing, it alienates the audience, actually. Now, it will actually endear some right. members. Sure. But others who, you know, let's say you uh, take a quotation from a current rock star. Well, some of the people out there are listening to that rock star, and they want that person to be treated with respect. They identify with that person. Right. And it's the same with uh, people who are in business, or politics. It's easy to take cheap shots at politicians, isn't it? It is. They're almost like types to us, cardboard figures. But let us remember these are real people, and uh, we want to treat them the way we want to be treated. Another consequence of doing this is that it reflects on your own ethos. It sets you up to be a person who's critical and maybe not to be trusted. And what are they saying about me? Yeah. Uh, you know, when I'm not present. Or even viewed as being mean-spirited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the gospel is winsome. Right. So we don't want to set ourselves up in that regard. What else? Well, um, I'm not sure of other consequences, but I would like to speak to uh, how can we use current events and public figures and so forth. And I think the guideline is to think of them as being present. I would not say something, I would not have a certain tone, let's say it positively, I would say things and have a certain tone as if they were sitting there in front of me. That's a great principle. And it's okay to be critical and it's okay to disagree and to have these people represent a certain viewpoint, but we do it with respect. I remember one of my former professors here at Gordon-Conwell, Dr. Roger Nicole. And Dr. Nicole would say, you want to know and be able to articulate your opponent's position as well as your own. That is excellent. And when we do that, the people who are listening who agree with that position or they're not able to put it into words themselves, they say, that's right, that's right, that's what I believe or that's, I felt that way. And uh, now, how does the gospel address that? What do you have to say about that, Mr. Preacher, uh, Ms. Preacher? Because <laughs> yeah, we want to be fair. We want to be fair with those who are outside of our own sphere, demonstrating to them in this fairness the love of Christ. Yes. And when we do that, uh, just think who else will be able to influence 
win over, care for by the way we treat others who aren't even present but about whom we speak. I quoted in a sermon uh, recently uh, Brad Pitt, the movie star, and it was one of those statements which was almost proverbial, almost a type, like everybody was, oh, how could he say such a thing? But I tried to turn that and I said, now think about this. In a sense, he's right. If you start with his presuppositions, it's a natural way to feel, but in Christ, we have a different set of presuppositions and we feel differently. So I tried to treat him with respect. Yeah. And that is something that our own current culture is in desperate need, and that is to treat others with respect. Yeah. You're familiar with the book, aren't you? Um, Say please, say thank you. Mm -hmm. And then the subtitle is The Respect We Owe One Another. And that's not written from a specifically Christian viewpoint, but it is grounded in our Christian ethic. Uh, love God and love others and treat them the way you want to be treated. So what we're saying then is, when referring to public figures, speak about them with respect. And that's a good word from Drs. Scott Gibson and Jeff Arthurs. Well, thank you for listening to the Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Each week we try to offer brief reflections on preaching will point you toward preaching excellence. And if you would like to develop your skills in illustration, Volume 3 of Pulpit Talk, our quarterly audio journal, is an issue that could benefit you. So look for Pulpit Talk Volume 3 when you visit gordonconwell.edu slash slash CFP or Center for Preaching to order this resource. I'm Brian Huttinga. Thanks for listening this week to Preaching Points. Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll.